0: And welcome to She's the Boss Chats. I'm your host, Jules Brooke. And in the show, I interview amazing women and female founders about what it is that they're doing and why they're doing it. It's all about us lifting up the women around us. Victoria Glover, I'm so excited to have you as a guest on She's the Boss Chats. And I can't wait to share your story.
1: Thank you, Jules. I'm, I'm lucky to be here today and I'm, I'm glad that you count me um, as someone who could share my, my story to help many oh, women.
0: Absolutely. And if anyone could see how glamorous you look now, <laughs> <laughs> they would be thinking we should be doing video. So let's start <laughs> with what you're doing now, Victoria. Do you want to tell everybody what you do and okay. why?
1: Okay. Excellent. So um as you heard, my name is Victoria, and um, I'm the founder of the VKs. I, um, I use my company to help as many people as I could. But the reason why yeah. I started doing this is because after many years in the fashion industry, I saw um, my own share of uh, the difficulties that women go through and men go through when they are trying to buy for women. Mm -hmm. But most especially, um, I have my own fair share of tragedies and uh, difficulties in life. And I discovered that the impact of our mindset lays in um, uh, how we show up every day in the marketplace of life, including Mm -hmm. how we dress. So dressing is just one aspect of um, what exactly is going on with us. There's so many things that are going on, but we manifest most of them through the way we dress. And so I thought I could combine... My lifestyle uh, my, my experience in the fashion industry with my life experiences yeah. to give people the, to change the narrative around style and how we show up in the marketplace of life.
0: So what is V V-key, keys especially it's, you're, you're offering styling is that right? I'm
1: offering styling but um, uh, most, of, most of most especially uh, I'm offering something different from just clothing. I don't only yeah. do styling. Um, I built into it most of the, t- mostly I do more um, about life experiences and how you can build it into the choices that you make, including how you dress. So it's not only wow. about clothing. Yeah. So it goes a lot more than the clothing. The clothing is just the tip of the iceberg.
0: Right. That is just so true. So now did you mention to me that you've got a book
1: coming out as well? I've got a book coming out. It's entitled "What Has Style Got to Do with It?" Why some people <laughs> <Great> su- <name>. <laughs> <laughs> why some people succeed where others fail. So, um, right,
0: and what's it all about?
1: It's all about um, talking about um, fashion, how to discover your fashion, everything that fashion has to do. It also talks about self-discovery, mental health, yeah. and its role in the way we dress. It talks about self-education and empowerment, and most especially how to navigate yourself around structures and systems that hinder us from showing up in our true self.
0: Wow. That's a big mouthful. That's amazing. So why? What's the big why? Was there a light bulb moment? Did something happen that you just went, right, I'm going to help people?
1: Yes, exactly. Something happened. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> it's always something that uh, pushes you to, to the it corner. It is, it is. So basically what happened was that um, I, I had an injury um, at work and um, yeah. I could not move. I couldn't do anything. So um, I have to be lifted. I have to move around. I was Oh my goodness, what happened? I couldn't do anything. I injured my, my back. Um, oh my and goodness. Then, and then what, the what, doctors, what were you doing? I was trying to lift something very little. You know, right. normally it takes only just something to trigger it. So according to the doctor, yes. it built up until something triggers it. And that's what happens to me. So I went to work excited. And then I came home and that was it. I was on the floor and that was it. I couldn't get up anymore.
0: Oh, for, Victoria.
1: For a very long time. So here How I long? Am.
0: How long? How long is a very long time?
1: (laughs) A whole year. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah, and I went through depression for two and a half years. So I was so depressed, severely depressed. Yeah, right. And the doctor said to me, I should be getting ready, prepared for life in the wheelchair.
0: Oh, my goodness, Victoria.
1: (laughs) And uh, here I was staring into all the clothing that I've got, all the beautiful shoes, Everything that you can think about, they are all sitting there in front of me. I could not use them. They become useless at that moment. Everything I've right. ever done, everything was going on well up until that time. And so you look at all of these things and you are thinking, so what was all this about? What was all this about? And that was one section. But when my mom passed away, it dawned yeah. on me. Before my mom passed away, I had another health scare. And um according to the doctor I was just 5 minutes away from being pronounced dead. Oh my
0: goodness Victoria what is going on what happened this time?
1: <laughs> well I just have a headache in the middle of the night and I was rushed yeah. to the hospital. And then was it I an have aneurysm to be, I have to be rushed to the a theater and then they have to do some work on me. And um oh. and the, and the doctor says it was pretty pretty severe. But when I came, yeah. whilst I was lying there, I didn't know what happened. My husband was telling me um, it was really, really bad. But right. Gosh. When I came back and the doctor told me how close I came to, you know, going away from all the things that I love and all the people I love, I thought to myself, what happens to all the books that I wanted to write? And all the things that I wanted to share with people, everything that I wanted to share with people, all my visions, my, my aspirations in life would have all been gone at that moment. It's just, that Uh. would have been the end of it. And so I decided to launch my, my company to help people and then educate them on why, I had all those shoes, that time I couldn't wear them. And then even when I started recovering slowly, I don't have the confidence to wear the things that I want because my mindset was playing up on me. I just, right. I just couldn't have the confidence anymore because I couldn't walk straight. I couldn't, nothing was feeling right. I look in the mirror. I don't like the person I see in the mirror, but what do you do about uh, it? So I yeah. realized you couldn't go beyond your mindset. And so when my mom passed away, I thought that could have been me. And it hit me so hard. And at that moment, after reading uh, my mom's story at the funeral, I I realized that that could be my story that someone is reading. And so I came home and I decided to to go a little bit harder um, and explain to people what all this means. And as if that wasn't hard enough, I launched my business and the lady that I use as a model on the day mm-hmm. of the business launch, doing all the styling tips and all of that, the lady that I used as a model passed away three weeks after that particular event.
0: No. Oh,
1: my goodness. What happened with her? She didn't write the book she wanted to write. She's gone with uh. the book. And oh, you know, it's
0: it's funny you should say that because when my dad died, and he died at sixty three, yeah, I remember having a very similar moment where I went, you know, you've got to live your life as yes. if you're going to die tomorrow, yes, and so that you have no regrets,
1: yes, and so that's what so I've that's set what up Im- on, on a journey doing because right. then if if that could be anybody, it could it could take mm. an injury for you to be incapacitated, it could take uh, a divorce for someone to be struggling how to even the, the, the jeans you, you love wearing, you couldn't wear it anymore. Um, COVID is here yeah. and, and and not long after that, COVID also showed up. And so what can Gosh, you do with everything. all of this stuff? <laughs> Tragedies, yeah. health scares, divorces, redundancies, financial pressures, weight loss, weight gain, and all of those things are happening as we speak. And a lot mm. of people are in the middle of it. And it's affecting the choices that they make on a daily basis. And these choices can be a good choice or a bad choice. Because research shows that 20% of the things we have in our wardrobes are the only ones wear. that we wear. 80% of oh, them oh are. Oh, we
0: only wear 20 I thought you were going to say 20% we, we don't wear. We, but only, 20, wear we
1: only wear 20%. And 80% is sitting in the wardrobe and we just don't touch it. And then we yeah, keep right. buying, we keep shopping, we keep shopping. So the question is, why do we shop when we know that we have so much? And then on top of that, you have so much. But then every time you go to your wardrobe, you're thinking, ah, oh, what am I going to
0: wear? <laughs> I got nothing to wear. I wear the same thing I was. I got last nothing week. to <laughs> wear.
1: I got nothing to wear. But the truth is that there are some things in your wardrobe that you love to wear most of the time. You, you pick those things over and over and over again, even though there are some of them that are still new. And yeah. so this, this have become a challenge for individuals. And that's why we like makeovers and, you know, reality shows and all yes. of that stuff. We love Instagram and all of that. We want to see who is looking beautiful in a particular outfit. But mm-hmm. the reason... For me, coming out with this is the fact that if you can align our personal style with our, our stories, then we have a brand. We have our own brand. Yeah. And when you show up at a place, you are representing your own brand. And that brand will give you the confidence that you needed when you step out of your door every day. This is the core of my message, trying to change the narrative around styling and everything else that comes with it. The person behind I agree the star.
0: You. I agree with you and I think um, as I always specialise in PR and I'm helping people raise their profile in the media and often people will say to me, but I don't really want to push myself forward and I say, but you have to build your own brand. So you can build your business's brand but you need to build your own brand alongside it because if you decide to sell or close your business, then if you haven't built your own brand, you start from scratch again rather than being able to, um, for people to understand what you're about so I uh, thoroughly agree and think that um, it's super important that everything matches inside, outside, and, and yes. in your head.
1: Yes. And, you know, most of the time a lot of people focus on I'm building my brand, I'm building my brand, which is excellent. You can build your brand. Yeah. But what made what makes your brand very strong if that brand is coming from a very deep place, from a personal mm place and you are trying to use it to help more people, you provide a lot more service to them and they can relate to it. So if your brand becomes more relatable, it's easier for people to try to find out what is it about this particular brand that resonates with me. And you see them going there over and over again because it says something that is fundamentally related to them. Yes, and also
0: truthful. It's about authenticity, which I think is a, a bit of a buzzword, but it's true. If, you, if you're if you false about the way that you look or, the, yes. or what you're saying, you will get yes. caught out at some stage because it's, it's all has to be thought about all the time rather than just being able to, you know, be honest.
1: Exactly. Exactly. You are so true. You are so – that is so vital because then if you keep building your brand and, for instance, you show up on a on – there are a lot of people running around – excuse me to say, going from one program to the other, from one program yep. to the other. And I said to someone the other day, because I use this uh, information that I provide for people through the system that I use, I use that yep. also to help people to write books, oh. and to come out with their own books and then use the book to create um, courses or whatever you wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. But the fundamental thing that I, I always insist on is the self-discovery, which is the authenticity. And I think yeah. that word has been used and abused. Oh, yes, yeah. it has. <laughs> oh, but it is still. It's true,
0: though. It's true, though, <laughs> even though it's overused. It's like pivot, another word that everyone hates now. But oh, my God. You've got to do that.
1: <laughs> Everybody uses it, so it makes them look like, yes, they're really doing something. I'm not here to criticize anybody. No. But then, but then if you if you if you separate, there's a reason why they call it a lifestyle. If you separate the style from the life, you don't have a lifestyle. If you separate one from the other, it doesn't work. You have to join both. Mm -hmm. And in business, it happens. In life, personal life, it happens. So authenticity is a genuine um a genuine word if you use it properly and authenticity also at the core of authenticity is self-awareness mm-hmm. and self-care yeah to be authentic is to be able to take care of yourself and be able to accept yourself with all the fault that come with it so being vulnerable is also part of it but you can't yeah. be authentic without allowing yourself permitting yourself to be vulnerable at some at some point and um, that is where the challenge is. So yeah. sometimes we don't want to go there. So most of the time, if you want to see the authenticity in what people are doing, you can look closely. You will, you will realize that either we are running away from ourselves or we are running to who we are. You are either one or the other. You are other running away from what you are and who you are and trying to create a different brand or different thing for yourself or you are running to yourself and said, you know what? I may be this, I may be that. Whatever it is, take it or leave it. This is me. Yeah, I come, <laughs> take it or leave it. Well, I very
0: much believe in that, as you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> take, take me as I am. Right, That's Victoria, it. so now this is all about you. This yeah. is, um, a sh- and you're a very inspirational woman. I want Thank to hear you. yeah. about your life and how your life has unfolded to today. Yeah. So le- can we start with you? I don't know. Now, I don't mind whether you want to go to primary school or high school, but <laughs> I want to go back that far and then uh-huh. hear how your career has developed and, and all the work you've done in fashion and all the rest of it. So um, where did you grow up?
1: Lovely. I grew up in Africa in one of the villages in Africa, which I love. Yeah. I love everything about that village. Which African country? I'm from Ghana. I'm from Ghana oh, in okay. West Africa. Yes, yes. Right. So,
0: I Tell me what from- it was like.
1: Yeah, so it's a beautiful place, and the village I come from is surrounded by nature. So I'm uh, very gorgeous. much fascinated uh, about nature. So I grew up in this village, um, surrounded yeah. by so many other things. But in that village, is um, I didn't know that my life was going to be shaped up by what happens uh, on my first day at school, <laughs> Oh, right. So <laughs> what
0: happened? <laughs> are we talking primary school, so you're four or five, or are we talking primary school? High school? I was just
1: five years old. So okay. in, the, in the village, before they can see whether you are old enough to go to school, they will yeah. put you, you have to put your hand across your head. And if your oh. hand doesn't. If it, your hand doesn't touch your ears you are not old enough so you stay home for another year and try again <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's amazing so it must be that children's arms get longer as they you know get, yeah, on. As I didn't they know get that.
1: older So I I could at that time I couldn't be separated from my sister And so my I mean,
0: is it just is it just the two of you Victoria or are there no, more children nine in the of family us.
1: Nine of five. Oh my goodness. I have four brothers and four sisters. (laughs) Wow. Are you in the middle? I'm in the middle. Um, I've got two girls behind me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. So, so you and your sister, tell, tell me more about yeah, that. Yeah. So Couldn't my sister was going
1: to school that time and she was resuming school for the first time. So I watched, my sister was going, I said, no way she was going to go. They said she have to go. And I was crying and crying. So they tried to put me away somehow. And then she went to school. But yeah. what they didn't realize was that I was watching where she passed. And um, I know, I know where the school is. So it's just a matter of time. I sneak out and I went to the school. You can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I showed up in school and then I went and then they were they were um at the assembly and I slept under the, the teacher's table and I fell asleep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's the such te- a cute image.
1: <laughs> I know the teacher came in uh, who is this? Who is this? So my sister recognized me and said, you know, that's my sister. She wouldn't go away. You know, they tried to put her away, she wouldn't go away. <laughs> <laughs> and funny enough, I was allowed to sit next to my sister throughout the you know um the the the, the, Th- school, the school day the time. Yes. And then uh, something funny, something fundamentally happened. They were giving a book. You know, the picture books that you have to draw the line. Yes. Mm-hmm. They were given a book to draw that line. And I watched my sister was doing it and she held my hand. We were doing it together. But, you know, being a very cheeky girl, after we finished drawing within that structure, I drew, I, I drew outside the structure. And she was like, why? <laughs> she said, why? I said, well, that's what I feel like doing. I've done what I need to do. <laughs> I want to do what I want to do. And I didn't know that particular episode was going to shape the way I think about different things. We well, we I are how? defined. We are defined sometimes by the structures that we grew up in. So we try to do things within a certain a certain way. We have a certain way of mm-hmm. doing things. And uh, most of the most of us never get to pick ourselves outside that structure. We are stuck in it. And yeah. as we get older and older, those structures, some of them are no more saving us. They don't no. save us anymore. We need to go outside the box to get something else that works, to get something else that is aligned to who we have become and where we are going. And this particular thing stuck in my head for the rest of my life. I'm going to be using it. Wow. Yes. Yeah. That
0: is absolutely amazing. So, did they let you stay? Did you start school that year?
1: I started school. Um, yeah. They let me start school. The, uh, the, the the teacher fell in love with me and said she will ad- adopt me and add me to her oh, children. Oh,
0: fantastic! So <laughs>
1: she looked forward to see me in school, and I, because she expressed that interest in me, yes, I felt so good. I can't I can't wait to go to school. And yes. so, and then I hung around with her children. So I started school, but funny enough, I was doing so well they have to jump me from class one to class three and class three to right. and that sort of things. That's how I went to school. And when I went wow. to middle school, I went to they call it middle school. I was in the uh-huh. first year when I passed my common enza- uh, common entrance exam. Yeah. And I was supposed I to. I remember go to that. High no school. one in
0: Australia, no one in Australia would remember, would know common entrance. But I had to do that in England as well, and it's to oh, get wow. into secondary school, isn't it?
1: Yes, and I was supposed yeah. to go to school uh, at that age, and then um, um, they said I'm too young, too young to go to school, so I have to wait and see next year how it go. Next year I sat the exams again, and I passed. And right. um, even though I was too young, my brother stepped in and said, well, she's too young, but she has to, somewhere along the line, she's showing that she's, she's a you know, tough cookie. So why don't we send her and see what happened? And, and they sent me off to boarding school. Right. Did you and like boarding, boarding school? Sc- I went to boarding school in uh, Kwando, secondary school, mm-hmm. uh, technical school I went to. And um, being a cheeky girl, I tried try my hand on everything. You know sports <laughs> i was playing football i was running <laughs> call anything volleyball basketball um right. whatever and what, about school work? what about the schoolwork
0: what about the schoolwork did you enjoy um learning as well
1: i was smashing it i was i yeah, was among right. the first three the top uh, the top three best skills uh, uh wow. students in the school i was doing both and my dad was scared that maybe i wouldn't be able to so When the time came for me to go and represent our region, my dad said, no, you're not doing sports. You have to focus on studying. So I didn't go too far with the sports.
0: Right, right.
1: Yeah. But you went a
0: long way with the studies. So what happened next? What happened when you finished school?
1: So I finished school and once I was in the school, um, I was one of two girls that passed a particular exam. So when I finished Mm -hmm. the school, uh, asked me to do some uh, well, service or whatever it is. I was, I was doing some work in the office administration. I was very wow. fast at typing and shorthand and all of that stuff. <laughs> so I enjoyed Gosh. it so much. So I did that for, for some time. And then I have to go back to the village. Uh, mm-hmm. My dad, my dad uh, is, um, is a farmer in livestock. So mm-hmm. when we finish school, they will come and take us with the boat to the, uh, to the island um just my father and his children and family lives there and then we were right. going stay there and be milking cows and, <laughs> and <laughs> why is that so funny <laughs> and uh, go fishing and and all of that stuff and i enjoyed them so much but i didn't know all of these things were just life experiences that would be used along the way you know right. And then they, they require certain kind of skills to be able to do these things. And um, yeah. the village is is not easily accessible. They have to go to another village and go to another village, go to another village. Right. But I didn't know that each of these villages were also going to help you to know that sometime before you get to your destination, you're going to go through other people to get to where you have to go. And right. So, Oof. I look forward to each one of these these uh, villages whenever we stop over, and the people are like, oh you guys are on vacation, you are on vacation, and you know it's exciting. Um, yeah. And then you go to the village, and then there is nobody else except you, your brothers, and your sisters. And so, but we are allowed to bring our friends on holidays, so then right. we can be taught how to relate to other people. But then mm-hmm. my parents make sure that every time we are going to school. They will give us twice as much. So when you go, this one is for you and the other one is for sharing with other people.
0: Oh, what great parents. Fantastic. So that's a good way for you to build up friendships.
1: Yes. And uh, that helps you to know that, you know, whatever you have is not for you alone. You have to learn to share. Mm. And sharing is very important in life. So when you were
0: saying they gave you two of everything, what sort of things? Is this food? Or with this, this uniforms
1: and things? This is food, food. Okay. Food especially. Amazing. Yes. And uh, when you are eating, you know that you have to share with other people. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. And you
0: learn that as well when you grew up in a big family and you had nine of you, so you would have learned sharing <laughs>
1: pretty early on, I you reckon. You have to be loved <laughs> to be heard. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Okay,
0: so you, your dad has brought you back to this life that's going to be farming, obviously. Yes. So what happened then? Because you were so bright at school.
1: Yeah, I finished school and dad was worried that um, I might just uh, go and have some... You know, because I like hanging out with the boys. So (laughs) (laughs) he was... What was he worried
0: about, that you were going to go off and have babies?
1: I know. But then uh, my sister was pregnant. My other sister was pregnant. So that thought, yeah, this one, she is among the boys. The ones that are not among the boys are already pregnant. So if (laughs) I don't uh, put some protection in place, uh, she might also go off and get pregnant. And um, it didn't turn out to be that way. So I was stuck in the village for some time and not Mm -hmm. knowing where to go from there. And then uh, my brother came to pick me up to the big city, which is Accra, the capital of Ghana.
0: Right. Roughly how old are you at this
1: stage? Uh, At this stage, I was about 20. I was in my late 20s. Okay. Yes.
0: Oh, so you spent a long time on the farm.
1: I spend, I spent I spent uh just few days. I finished school. I was about eighteen when I finished school. Yeah, and then um, you did
0: ten years on the farm.
1: Uh yeah, in and out. My mom lives in in the in the town. My dad lives in right. the village. Um, right. So and dad have boats, So it's just like half an hour a boat ride
0: from right.
1: Yeah. So that. Okay. In, so you ended up in Accra. Ak- Accra, the city. Yes, the city yeah. of Ghana. Yes. And, and what um, did you do there? Um I was there, I was I was taking some courses, um learning, and then I was uh with one of my aunties trading and um sharing some stuff. So I I used to go to the market with my, my mom and we mm-hmm. used to have a store. So I used to sell in front of the store. I used to sell bread. So I started, you know, my entrepreneurial skills very early. <laughs> you did. <laughs> and save a lot of money and <laughs> take to school and be bragging about it. <laughs> right. But how much interest I made on something. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> I okay, made so the s- best
1: of everything, yes.
0: Yeah, so what happened then? I'm intrigued as to how you've ended up in Australia.
1: Yeah, so, um, uh, and once I was with my auntie, I... I found this gentleman that, um, you know, uh, I was, um, very, um, well, how do we, I was very attracted, um, to him. Um, and then not long after he left, he left for Australia. Um, right. Right. But then my. But I at that stage, job, you're
0: not boy. You're not boyfriend and girlfriend. It's just somebody that no, you quite no, like. No, no, I
1: was too much of a tomboy, so I was just. <laughs> 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 so, um, but but before then, I found a job in the city, uh, working for this Australian company. Um, oh wow! Yeah, and uh, and the person um, I was working with one person in that place. And then the Australian guy came to visit him. And so he said, oh, who is this lady? He said, you know, and he told him everything. So this Australian guy came to town trying to establish a business, but uh, he's finding some competition. And the person he wanted to take on the similar sort of goods and services, the person has been yeah. in the industry for 20 years. So he was struggling to find somebody who can be the card. And he yeah. came to talk to my boss. I worked there for four years. He came to talk to my boss if he can um, if, if he can have me, uh, he'll pay me whatever I want. Wow. Um, and then my boss went to, uh, had a discussion with me and said, and uh, he said the man wants to see. You. So I went in there and then we have the discussion and he said, yeah, I'll pay whatever. <laughs> and so <laughs> I took that job and I worked there also for four years before coming right. to
0: Australia. So so well, hang on a minute though, why Australia? So at this stage you're working for an Australian company yes. and you've got a guy that you quite like who's moved to Australia. Had yes. you for those four years been thinking, I'm going to save up to go to Australia? Was that the plan?
1: Well, the plan was that I'm working and then um, he will come and take me.
0: So oh, so so had you sort of been betrothed to to yes. um him so before waiting, he left?
1: I was waiting for him, and then we we lost track, and then we we we, we got back together, and so finally he brought me in here, and here I am. Ah. Australia. <laughs> that's so how I'm long ago that.
0: was that? And you've got to tell me a little bit more about what that's it was like when you first arrived.
1: Uh, that's almost twenty remember? years ago
0: do you remember what it was like when you arrived? Because it's very different from the village in Ghana to arrive at Melbourne Airport or Sydney Airport.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I arrived and, funny enough, it was a daylight saving. So we arrived oh. an hour earlier. <laughs> in right. Day, daylight saving. Oh, so was, there, was, your, was your
0: husband at the airport waiting for you then?
1: He was. Uh, he was oh, at good. the airport. And um, I came in, it was cold. Uh, we have to go through <laughs> and... Um, and spend some time, um, um, like a stopover, and I just couldn't wait. Because here we are, when you leave Ghana to come here, I think three days before you get yeah. to here. And so you left home, and then they, they can't see you. And then the people you are coming to, they can't see you either. So you're up in the air for one more you're day. You're afraid.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> they like saving me. I came in best thing is have a shower and have a good sleep. Yeah. And then take
0: it and all then, in. And then what did you think? I mean, I've I was speaking with Elsa Lucumba, um yes. recently, and she was saying what a shock it was just seeing all the white faces. There weren't any black faces anywhere. <laughs> was, was that was that weird for you, or you were prepared no, for that no, anyway? No,
1: no, no. When I arrive in Australia, it doesn't it doesn't feel any different to me because I grew up on the water. I loved it. And besides yep. that, I was working with a, a Australian company, so I know a lot True. about Australia already. We were studying about right. Tasmania in school already, so I have so much idea about Australia. But ah, the right. animals, the water, the forestry and everything that just intrigued me. I just could not wait to see it. Okay. Wow. Yeah.
0: So what happened when you got here after you – did you get married here?
1: No, I got married back home. Okay. Yeah, I so got, got married, married back, back, back home. home.
0: But so then yeah, when you, when I- you
1: arrive, you, you have to do the other one as well. Um, yeah. And so arriving in Australia, I have to get a job. Um, yeah. I look for my first job. I went to this job that I went to apply for. It's a marketing and a sales company. Um, okay. They were taking a lot of uh, applicants. And so I was among the first 50 they selected. And then the first 10 they selected. Wow. Then the, first, then the last five, and then they chose me. That was my first job. Wow. I could not believe oh it. Oh, my goodness, Victoria. <laughs> I know that's incredible from 50 people. I Mind so you, you're excited. amazing. I'm not and surprised. And I was thinking somewhere along the line, maybe they would drop me. Well, I, I didn't think they would drop me, but I, I was thinking if they should drop me to be because I don't have any Australian experience. But the fact is, I could, I, I, I have so much confidence in the fact that I know I was going to get that job. I said, "It's for me," and I'm going to take it. And that's how I've looked at all the jobs that I've, all the places I've ever worked. I picked yeah. the places. I picked the places. And then I <laughs> said, "I'm going to work here. <laughs> I'm going to work here, and I bring my friends." And I said, yeah. "This is where I'm going to work next." Uh, My last job was the same thing. And my friend said, why would you want to work here? I said, I've done my homework. And um, she didn't believe it. And lo and behold, I was working there. Right. And and so I don't struggle looking for a job. Yeah. And you like sales and marketing. I love sales and marketing. It's part of life. We don't actually know that it is part of life.
0: And it's great skills to have if you're going to run your own business.
1: Exactly,
0: exactly. You so tell, tell me about the moment that you decided to stop working for other people and start your own business. Was that because of the accident?
1: Well, the accident was one, but also but because my dad expressed that interest in me when I was selling in front of our store back home. He, right. he called everybody and said, you see this girl, if anybody – Ever run out of money, you should be talking to her. Uh, she's <laughs> she, she know what to do with bread and butter. I mean, I yeah. mean even the way I sell my bread, the queue is from here to the other side. Everything oh, is time in precision, the timing, everything. Um right. I didn't know then that what I was doing um has um, any uh business. Uh, well, I know it's part of business, but I just love doing it. And yeah, so, right.
0: So you're just a natural.
1: Yeah. And then I'll just watch how people react to these things. And I just listened to them. They said, we love this. We love this. The next minute I have it and I put it there. And so they will, they will <laughs> buy amazing. it and they will say, keep the change. So that's the tip for me. And i add it to whatever. So my capital was growing. And so that says that you are good at these things and you keep doing it and you will not you will not struggle.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what did your husband say when you said, I've decided to start my own business?
1: Well, he's on board. He's on board. Right. He knows that. Because you, you, know, need,
0: you need that support, I think.
1: I need it more than anything. And uh, so uh, because I've done it before, I have, the, I have the confidence that I could do it here, except that the environment yeah. is different. So whilst I was working in the – whilst I was working – I was also looking at what else I could do. So, I started with health. Health is very important to me as well. So, I started mm-hmm. with some health products, and then I put the um, the styling thing into it. Be- before then, I went to do a course in styling, personal okay. style, and um, TV and photo photographic stuff. And I okay. learned all of that. And I did video production and all of that. Um, Gosh, now I realize all of those skills are part of life. If yeah. you're going to have a <laughs> business, <laughs> I have some friends, they couldn't do, you can't, you can't do, you can't, you can't do a, a video or photography unless you get someone in the studio to help you do it. Yeah. But if you can do it yourself, you can start from somewhere and then someone can come in later on. So, yeah. That is also a, a skill that I realize is very valuable now.
0: Amazing. Wow. Well, I'm just so glad you did make the move and I'm glad you're doing what you're doing. And if anybody's looking for an amazing stylist, you should get in touch with Victoria. Now, Victoria, (laughs) talk to me a little bit because this is called She's the Boss. This is all about women in business. One of the questions I like to ask are, have there been any women that have helped you with your career? Because we often hear stories of women being bitchy with each other. We hear stories of people not helping each other. I want to share the good news stories. <laughs> so, have there been any women that have helped you with your career along the way?
1: There have been um, a number of people <laughs> that helped me along the way. Um, the first one, of course, is my mother. <laughs> it all yes. starts from home. My mother and my sister who took me that classes that day that I have to put yeah. my hand across my ears. <laughs> and those two people were very vital. But when I moved to um, Australia most um, yeah. especially apart from everybody else who helped me back home when I moved to Australia there there were some other people that play a very important role um, most especially Tell me about the, them. Uh, most especially the last place that I worked which is uh, Suzanne gray um, yeah. my the my regional and my Uh, business development manager were very, 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 very powerful. I love love the way they go about business, but Mm -hmm. most especially the human aspect that they infuse into everything else that goes on, the way they talk to you, the way they explain things to you. They gave me the space to do the work because they believe that you have the skill. You can do this. You can do this. You've got that. And to. It is. Just- it,
0: it is. Um, it's amazing, isn't it? If, if you have. If you feel that other women have your back yes. and that they are pushing you forward and saying you can do this. Yes. You just feel. You just feel really empowered. You really feel like, why? Of course I can. Why don't yes. I give it a go? Of course I yes. can do it. Yes. Oh, I'm so pleased that they were great. What were
1: their names? Um, Jane G and um, uh, Maura Griffin. Yeah, very. Right. They were very. Two very important people that I always admire. Because they of, must be
0: so proud of you now. Of are you still in touch?
1: With, are you still in touch with them? I'm still in touch with uh, one of them. The other one has uh, left the company, so um, right. but they are on LinkedIn, so I'm in touch with them on LinkedIn. Um, oh, great! That's uh, and then oh, that's there's uh, Amanda. There's another one called Amanda. So and what does Amanda women, do? Women have to give. One of the key thing I want to say is. When you are working in a place where you have a skill and um, yeah. your boss cannot give you the space to shine, it can hamper the good work that you can do. But if yes, they can absolutely. recognize what you are good at doing and give you the chance to do it and do it well, that, that is, to me, that is very powerful. It's uh, another woman helping another woman, but it's another human being, give you another human being the space to grow. Um, regardless of what your shortcomings are. So I learned a lot about leadership from that aspect as well. Ah, good.
0: Yeah. All right, now um, along the way of starting your journey, how long have you had this business? It's only been a couple of years, hasn't it?
1: The VKs have just started uh, uh, just uh, just a couple of years, about two years now uh, before the okay. – uh, yeah
0: before covid hit
1: <laughs> before covid hit but uh, i was doing unit okay. keys yes i was doing keys, uh, before that i just uh,
0: nutri re- keys oh that was your health version yes, was the it health
1: area yes so i just right. what i'm trying to do now is to separate each of the skills and give them a room so i can expand on them You are a very clever woman, Victoria. I tell you, (laughs) I just love talking to you. Now, talk
0: to me about uh, running your own business, having a family, and I think you've got children as well, haven't you?
1: Well, my husband and I, we don't have uh, biological children, but uh, we have foster children.
0: Oh, beautiful. So my question to you is, and it's mainly because there's a lot of women who are very driven, and I can tell you are, and they don't give themselves time out. And I'm just wondering, do you, because it's very hard when your business is your passion, you tend to work on it every day and especially when you're doing it from home in a lockdown. But um, do you give yourself time out? Do you have sort of like after six when your husband gets home or whatever, you know, that it's free or weekends are free or do you just play it by ear?
1: The weekends are free um, If unless there's something urgent, then I can allocate that to a Saturday, but mostly the weekends are free. And I always yeah. give priority to my relationship, my marriage. Ah, yeah, yeah. Good idea. Very yeah. good
0: idea. Yeah, <laughs> maybe yours will be one of the I have ones. Have to
1: structure it in a way that one is not interfering in the other one too much. Otherwise, yeah. uh, you get you get mixed up. You can focus. You get distracted. Um, yeah. So you have to you have to structure everything in a way that you can manage yourself and you can manage yeah. other people. That comes into your space, yes. I love that. Okay,
0: now here's a question that um, doesn't really fit with anything, but I love asking it because I get great answers. Is there a quirky fact about you that most people don't know that you'd be up for sharing? Ooh, that's interesting. It, it, I know, it's a good one, isn't it? So it could be a skill that you've got, you know, like, okay, I'll give you some examples. Someone said they used to do synchronised swimming. Someone said that they were on Graham Norton's red chair. Somebody told me they're frightened of balloons. It doesn't <laughs> matter what the fact is. I'm just interested to know, is there something that a lot of people don't know about you?
1: Well, apart from me being scared of cockroaches. (laughs) Well, it's
0: a bit of a pretty that you live in Sydney then, isn't it? Because they're massive up there and they're everywhere. They're
1: very scary. But apart from that, one of the things that I'm passionate about is food. I love food. I love fashion and I love movies. So you like cooking food? Is that that what you mean or just eating? I love cooking food and um, cooking food as much as I can. And creating yeah. anything that requires the use of colors and mix and matching and all of that stuff. So, food oh, fantastic. is very yes.
0: Okay. Now the last questions are, because I love my telephone and that's really the only reason I can give because (laughs) it doesn't really fit with anything else, but are there any apps on your telephone that you use for business? Not, and I'm not interested in email, social media and whatever, because I know that those, we're all using those, but are there any clever apps that you've found um, that you use for business?
1: Well, I'm not too um, active on social media, apart from LinkedIn. I, right. Apart from oh, LinkedIn, you need to,
0: if you're a stylist, you're want to get you're going to have to teach yourself Instagram, I think.
1: Yuck. Yes, in, Instagram, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I know how to use it. I just didn't use it. What I'm trying to do is I want to demarket all the things that I wanted to do before I expand on them. Right, so I'm right. On, I'm on Instagram, but I'm not uh, actively on there. The only place right. I'm very active on is on LinkedIn. Even that, also I do it in a very conservative way. I haven't even okay. gone up, yeah, that much. But um, I like the social media aspect is here to stay, so I'll be expanding on that with the with my book launch and the podcast that is coming with it.
0: Okay, so well, my last question to you is: tell everyone about the book because this might not come out for a couple of months, so yes. the book might be out by then. Yes. Tell everyone about your podcast and yes. tell people how they can get hold of you.
1: Yeah. So my book is uh, titled uh, "What Has That Got to Do with It? Why Some People Succeed <laughs> Where Others Fail." <laughs> and the I love, podcast I, is, that is a great heading. Great thank heading. Thank you. And the podcast will be along that that area as well.
0: What style got to do with it?
1: What style got to do with it? Because it's not only going to be about fashion, it's about every mm-hmm. other area of life that affects everything from leadership yeah, to parenting and, and everything else. Being a, a good wife or whatever you want to call it. Be a good yeah, person. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, what has style got to do with it? We'll be looking at our values and visions. Our voices and vocations—how we use them to help others—and then, of course, how fantastic. we align our vulnerability with our visibility in the marketplace of life. And then we discuss our victories in the end. So it's going fantastic. to be fantastic! Oh, well, I can't yes. wait
0: for it to come out. Thank um, you. And and what's the best way so people could look you up, Victoria Glover, on LinkedIn? Is that the yes. best way to get hold of you?
1: Yes, they can get hold of me on LinkedIn. Most especially, I've also got a website.
0: Oh, v- yes, w- tell w- us the w- address.
1: Dot the, v- yeah, the VKISS.com. Um,
0: now, for, just spell it for people because it's not a normal spelling. It's V yeah, for so, vegetable, K E Y S S, isn't it? Double S at the end. So look at it
1: this way. So look at it this way. The letter V, which is Victoria. The letter V, the initial V. And then also keys. Keys that we use to lock and unlock doors. Yeah. Keys. Our potential. Keys, but with double S. So the letter V and uh, a bunch of keys, just look at it that way. Keys
0: um, with a double S and then yes. .com or .com.au? .com. .com. Okay, fantastic. Yes. Yes. Well, Victoria, thank you so much for sharing your, your story with me. I can't wait to see what you do over the next few <laughs> years. You're a cracker. I think you're <laughs> going to you, do James. very, very well.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank And, you for and the I really honor. appreciate
0: you. Oh, my pleasure. And thank you for reaching out to me. I'm glad I got to know you and, and your story. So I'll very much look forward to sharing this.
1: Thank you so much. I look forward to hearing uh, more of it as well and also following you and the great work that you are doing for women and the, and business and the founders in um, the women's in the space of whatever women are doing around the world, both locally and globally. You are doing a fantastic job. Continue to do oh, the great you. work and we'll be here sharing you up. Thank you, Jules. Uh, thank you. <laughs> thank
0: you okay, for having bye-bye. me. Bye-bye. Bye. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of She's the Boss Chats. For more information and to find out about our other initiatives, including our weekly lunch for female founders and our TV show, go to au.